This is your host, Lori Smith. Welcome to today. Today, we are actually going to speak about um, the stress response cycle, how trauma looks in life, and I'm going to talk about it through the lens of a cell phone. Everybody, most of us has a cell phone. You're probably listening to this right on your cell phone, and I have one. I run two businesses from it. I have a, several Facebook groups where I professionally network in it. I have my appointments and my schedule in it. I've got my camera in it. I've got my photos from history in it, et cetera. Basically our lives are in our cell phones, right? That is the touch point, the touch point to get access to the information of our lives. Well, I lost mine and I don't usually lose mine. In fact, I spend most of my day trying to make sure I know where my cell phone is at all times, always have it on my hand, always using it. Maybe it's in a pocket, keeping it in the same place, keeping it safe, trying to prevent harm to it, which is a really good thing. And sometimes in life, harm still happens, whether we like it or not, whether we can prevent it or not, whether we agree with it or not. I lost my cell phone. My partner is always razzing on me for being on it too much. And here I'm losing my lifeline. My, my gut reaction, which is what happens in stress, is to panic. Okay. Oh, shit. My entire life is gone. What happened? Where to go? You know, all of those, you know, um, a bazillion questions that you have running through your head when you're in a panic mode. Then I took a breath. As I encourage every single one of you to do several times a day. And I started problem solving with the rational executive functioning part of my brain that I had. I scoured the hotel room. I scoured the parking lot. I went through and retraced my steps, you know, but trying to, to factor out all um, unnecessary unknowns. Still no cell phone. I panicked. And after that breath, the next part of me thought, well, wherever it is, I will still be okay. Because I've kind of trained myself to do that, and you can too. So no matter what happens to the cell phone, we'll figure it out. We'll get through it. I know I can get through it because I've gotten through so many other things in my life, and this is okay. Whoever has it, there's a lock on it. And, you know, I alerted the hotel. Well, guess where it was found? We, 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 we drove out of the hotel, we drove across the street, we drove back to the hotel, and through all that hypervigilant looking, where it was found was driven over under the tire. And I'm grateful we found it. But in this time where it was missing, all I could think about was, I don't have access to. I'm without X. I can't, how am I going to? I'm lost. I'm, I, I'm, I'm imagining, this is how I often describe the, the chaotic stress that comes up as I'm swirling in a wave and I don't know which way is up. I can't get my grounding to safety. I can't like, I don't know if I'm going to survive kind of feeling, but the breathing helps you calm that survival brain down and get into your rational executive functioning brain, which says, okay, well, rest a minute, go deep, go, go beneath the ocean wave. It's just one wave. You didn't lose everything. And there's, you know, a big blue sky above you. So it, we, things are not as scary as they seem. And also, you know, there's alternative ways to pull up your information, thank goodness. And 
thank goodness indeed, that my life was not nearly as at risk as my body and my mind and my soul thought it was for a minute. It was driven over, which is a, it's a horrific thing. But, but I, as I looked at this phone, I just kept thinking, my God, I really need to talk about this because this is life. People are driven over every fucking day. They're driven over back and forth. Their screens are cracked. They're afraid they're not going to get answers to the information. They're afraid that they're going to be driven over again. They're afraid they're going to have a loss. And it's not the cell phone that has the information. It's not the cell phone that will keep you safe. It is not what it looks like on the outside that is going to make a difference with how you feel on the inside and how stable you are on the inside. Because life is happening on two tracks. You are the phone and you are the car that drives over it. You are the information within the phone and you are the cracked lens. And that's exactly what I in picture trauma as, is we're all looking through life through the filter of a cracked lens. Well, it fucking was cracked. Somebody somewhere cracked your lens. And if they didn't do it, they didn't have to because you cracked your own in some way, innocently. And it's a lens. We got a lot of lenses. But what it doesn't impact is the information within. It's that we think we can't access our tools. That is the hangup. That's where we get hung up. We feel like this broken, we feel like we're a broken cell phone and that we need everybody else to help us fix it. Fuck that bullshit. Yes, we need other people to fix it, but they aren't the ones who are actually going to make the change. I'm the one that has to take it to a cell phone company. I have to ask them permission or, or you know, we have to relate to each other. I have to give them my cell phone and they have to receive and give me something in return that that's human relating and we need both parts we need the giving and we need the receiving but if you're not giving yourself enough you don't have it to give other, internally and I'll get there in a minute you you don't have that to give to others you you're walking around with a broken cell phone thinking the broken screen is you all of you fuck that it is not all of you you're the one with the information. The only one who's gathered that information is you. By default, you're an expert in it. Your information is there, whether it's this screen, that screen, another screen, it doesn't matter. The information is there. What we really typically, and what I see over and over, is that we don't value our own information. We think that the brokenness that we are told that we are somehow makes our information less valid. And we're afraid to dare to say that we have our own information because the world is going to throw stones and try to crack our screen. Yeah, they do. Why? Because they think their screen is broken. You have the tools. It is a matter of learning how you work, how the mind and the body work together, how to calm the nervous system, how to switch gears in your brain from fight, flight, or freeze to actual problem solving and rationalization. And, and thinking for the future and less impulsivity. If you look at all these diagnoses today, ADHD, PTSD, Asperger's, um, anxiety, depression, all of that, they all speak back to some, some neuro, neurodiversity in the executive functioning part of the brain, which is the, the just touch your forehead. That's, it's behind there. That is not a deficit. That is a wiring issue. 
Okay, just like the cell phone is a screen issue. We can we 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 know how to rewire, but we have to be shown where the store is. The store is within. You actually already have these things. It's a matter of practicing doing things differently, rewiring your brain, learning to find the good, um, breathing to rest your brain so that your brain can actually help you figure out and problem solve what the current thing is. And understanding that no matter how many times that cell phone gets run over, the information didn't go anywhere. The gold within you is not going to go anywhere but you might want to start honing in on what that gold is, and I can help you with that. So stay tuned. Um, it's cloudedcompass.com. Uh, I have this podcast. I wrote a book, Life Hacks, and I am starting a course soon on exactly these tools, how to access your own strengths to heal yourself from trauma. Thanks. Take care. <laughs>